Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. In Julio Cortaz's short story, Axolotl, first published in 1954, a Latin American man living in Paris becomes infatuated with the axolotls living at the zoo to the point that he eventually transforms into one. With their, quote, pink Aztec faces, eyes of gold, and rosy little bodies translucent, ending in a fish's tail of extraordinary delicacy. The narrator observes a, quote, absolute lack of similarity between oxalotls and human beings. In considering these feathery, pinkish salamanders, he says, it would seem easy, almost obvious, to fall into mythology. Cortazar's narrator is, on the face of things, correct in his estimation of the axolotl. 
For starters, the axolotl fell into mythology centuries ago. According to Aztec legends, the first axolotl appeared in the lake system around modern-day Mexico City when the powerful underworld god Zolat transformed himself into a small, feathery amphibian to escape capture. In ancient Mesoamerican culture, axolotls were considered a food source supplied by Lake Xochimilco for the good of humanity. And Cortazar was right about the axolotl's lack of similarity to humans. Our last common ancestor probably roamed Earth around 360 million years ago. And at first, or even 50th glance, they're excessively different from us. Among the first modern zoo animals, 34 axolotls were brought from Mexico to Paris in 1864. And although they weren't as interesting to 19th century zoo-goers as the larger, more charismatic animals, scientists quickly realized that these unassuming little buddies were strange, almost mythological, in fact. In the wild, axolotls are, or at least used to be, top predators in their home ecosystem in the lakes and canals of central Mexico. They're unusual among amphibians because they remain underwater for their entire lives, breathing through gills, while most other salamanders walk around on land and breathe with lungs during the adult stage of their life. Although they appear unassuming, they're actually ruthless carnivores, feasting on worms, mollusks, insects, and even small fish in the wild. And it turns out that they have the largest genome of any organism yet sequenced. Part of the Aztec mythology of the axolotls centers around the fact that, like a powerful god, they're difficult to kill and that they can regenerate virtually any part of their body without much problem. While some lizards can grow back a tail, bisected flatworms can grow back their other half, and starfish can regrow a limb, an axolotl can regrow its heart, a foot, a part of its spinal cord, you name it. We spoke with David Gardner, a professor in the School of Biological Sciences at the University of California, Irvine. He said, of the animals that are closest to us, the vertebrates, salamanders are the only ones that can regenerate in this way and can heal without scars. Other salamanders can regenerate, but axolotls do it best. When the Europeans got wind of this, axolotls went from being a sort of boring exhibit in the zoo to one of the most important and longest self-sustaining lab animals in history. Georges Cuvet, uh, popularly considered the father of paleontology, studied axolotls in an attempt to figure out whether Carl Linnaeus was correct in categorizing the classes amphibia and reptilia separately. It was a big question in those days. Cuvier incorrectly concluded that axolotls, because they breathe through gills their entire lives, must be some sort of lizard that existed as a perpetual larva. In the words of paleontologist Stephen Jay Gold, quote, a sexually mature tadpole. Cuvier was correct sometimes, but not in this case. And because axolotls did incredibly well in laboratory and aquarium settings, a 19th century zoologist took it upon himself to provide every lab in Europe with a supply of them, which resulted in some truly horrific studies in which scientists chopped them up just to test the limits of their regenerative powers. Gardner said, These days, axolotls are hugely important model systems for our studies about regeneration. We've known for decades, centuries even, that we can remove parts of a developing embryonic structure, and the cells that are left behind will fill in, repair, and regenerate that structure. But in most animals, mammals for instance, the system sort of shuts down at the end of embryonic development. 
salamanders seem to be able to revert back to that embryonic-like state, re-accessing the developmental program that's already there. Humans have the program, we just stop being able to access it when we're no longer an embryo. You could say we, like oxalotls, have evolved the ability to regenerate just fine, but we've also evolved a mechanism that inhibits that. Oxalotls can endure a lot, but they have not been able to endure their home ecosystem being overrun with introduced predators and environmental toxins. The lakes in their home around ultra-urbanized Mexico City have become not only polluted by aging wastewater systems, but overrun by introduced tilapia and perch, both of which view oxalotls as a delicious snack. In 1998, scientists counted around 6,000 oxalotls per square kilometer in Lake Xochimilco, but these days, fewer than 35 animals take up the same amount of space. It looks like the oxalotl is on the fast track to extinction, even in their home environment, which is something of a paradox, like the oxalotl itself. While wild oxalotls are critically endangered, they're doing great in captivity. They're the most widely distributed amphibian in the world. Millions of them live in labs around the globe, many more, in fact, than live in the wild now. And while they're important in science, they're also quite popular in pet shops. Today's episode was written by Jesslyn Shields and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other regenerative topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.